recently, so I'm just going to share a few scriptures with you today. Uh, I want us to look over in the book of Joel. There's so much in the book of Joel, and we'll just kind of skim through there, you know, and see what God has for us. Praise God. You know, Wayne said something this morning in Sunday school, and I thought, yes, Lord, I think you're talking to us, you know. The reason the world is in the condition it's in today is because the church hasn't taken her place. He didn't say exactly in those words, but, you know, in essence, that's what he said. If the church would rise up and take her place and use the authority that God has given it to her, we would see change. We would see change in our family. We would see change in our uh, church. We would see change in our community. He said, I give you power over all power of the enemy. And I don't mean that one of us can stand up here and take power and authority over the whole world. But together, the Bible says one can chase a thousand and two, ten thousand. Just think of what we could all do together. So I want, to look, want us to look at the book of Joel, and we're going to s skip through there just a little bit. But um, there's so much in there, and I know we won't grasp everything and read everything. But let's start at the first chapter, Joel chapter 1. The word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Pethel. Hear this, O ye men, and give ear, all ye inhabitants of the land, Hath this been in your days or even in the days of your fathers? Tell your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. That which the palmer worm hath left has the locust eaten, and that which the locust has left hath the canker worm eaten, and that which the canker worm hath left hath the caterpillar eaten. And it goes on, it says for in verse 6, For a nation is come upon my land, strong and without number, whose teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he hath the cheek teeth of a great lion. He's laid my vine waste and barked my fig tree, and he hath made it clean bare and cast it away. The branches thereof are made white. Lament like a virgin girded with sackcloth for the husband of her youth. We'll go on down in verse 10. The field is wasted, the land mourneth, for the corn is wasted, the new wine is dried up, the oil languisheth. Verse 12, the vine is dried up, and the fig tree languisheth, the pomegranate, the palm, the apple tree, and all the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Gird yourself and lament, ye priests. How, ye ministers of the altar. Come lie all night in sackcloth, ye ministers of my God, for the meat offering and the drink offering is withheld from the house of your God. And this is where we are right now. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God and cry unto the Lord. God is calling for his people to awaken. He is calling for an awakening among us. He's calling his people 
to come back to the foot of the cross, uh, come back to our first love, uh, come back to the altar, amen. Uh, and he's calling us uh, to come uh, into that closeness with him because if there's ever been a time, we need to be filled uh, with the power of the Holy Ghost. It's today. It is now. We see here what all has happened and how, you know, there's a nation, a strong nation. I re we all realize today there are evil forces out there that are coming against God's people, coming against the church like never, ever before. And if you read on down, you read on down in verse 17, this is one that the Lord really brought back to my mind. The seed is rotten under their clods. The garners are laid desolate. The borns are broken down, for the corn is withered. Then... We go on down, and it says, blow you the trumpet in Zion. Blow you the trumpet in Zion. You know what that means? Oh, my. Tell it from the housetop. Tell it aloud. Let the world know that we serve a living God. We have a Savior that wants to save us. I'm not saying everything will be made white, but you know what? He said, I won't leave you, and I will never forsake you, but I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. And, you know, if we go on down looking through this chapter of, of, of Joel chapter 2, it talks about a day of darkness. It talks about a day of clouds and thick darkness uh, as the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong. Now, this is a people that's coming against uh, the children of God. And the Bible says that they'll be strong. They'll be standing against God's people. Uh, the Bible says that they'll march together and their rank will not be broken. Folks, in order for us uh, to combat the evil uh, that's come against uh, the children of God today, uh, that's come against the church, uh, we must come to a level uh, above where we are now. We must get to know him uh, like never, ever, ever before. You know, Timothy, 1 Timothy 6 and 12 tells us to fight the good fight of faith. But I'm so glad uh, that over, let's look over in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 20. I want us to read that. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 20. Verse 1. It said, but when you go out to battle against the enemies and you see horses and chariots and people more than thou, be not afraid of them. For the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be when you are come nigh unto the battle that the priest shall approach and speak to the people. Shall say unto him, hear, O Israel, you approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Let Fear not and do not tremble, neither do, neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God, it is he that goeth with you to fight for you, against your enemies, for you. So see, folks, we don't walk this alone, but we must accept the power of the Holy Spirit to live inside of us, to empower us to go out and take the land for the Lord. Amen. To stand up against the wiles of the enemy. Praise God. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. 
were until you are called and has professed a good profession before any witness. In Acts 1 and 8, it says, you shall have power. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. And also, the word tells us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But we must be equipped. We must be equipped. Jesus didn't put us out here to let us drown. He didn't put us out here to get all beat up by the enemy. You know, it was mentioned in Sunday school this morning about the uh, seven sons of Sceva, how they went to cast out this devil out of this person. But you know what? The only Jesus that they knew was the Jesus that Paul talked about. No, we have to know him for ourselves. And you know what happened to them, don't you? The Bible says that they fled wounded and naked because that demon got on them and beat them all up, all seven of them. So, folks, what I'm saying today is God has equipped us. He has given us power. The name of Jesus, oh, my, holds all power, all authority. Praise the Lord. So I'm excited about the Lord today and what he's doing for us. Okay, I want us to turn. I know we're reading a lot today, but it's nothing like the word of God. Okay. I hope I I got it over to you what I was talking about here about the army that's come against. Now you can read that and study it for yourself. And there's so much, but after that there is a call to repentance. There's a call to repentance. And there is a, a time where God said, I will restore. He says, I'll restore to you all the years that the locusts have eaten and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm and my great arm in which I sent among you. And he said, they shall eat in plenty. And be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God hath dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. See, he's with us through it all. He's with us through it all. Amen. Okay, here's one I want us to look at. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Got to find it here. I have all kind of markings in here. This is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. I hope you can put them together, what I'm saying here. The church needs to... Take her stand. And we cannot do it if we are not equipped. But we have to go forth. You know, I was sharing with somebody the other day, we are the body of Christ. You know, when Jesus was here, he worked with his disciples. But he went back to heaven. He said, I go away. He said, but the comforter will come. I'll send you the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, folks, we need to receive that and accept that because we need it. I want, I want to look through this. This is one of my favorite passages in the Old Testament. And um, it's about Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, chapter 20 of verse uh, of uh, First Kings. Thank you, Jesus. There's a lot in here. But I want us to turn over. This is when... A great army came against the children of Israel, and they tried to steal everything that they had, the silver and the gold and their children and all the goodless things that they had. 
And um, he denied the enemy not. He denied him not to say. But it goes on down in um, verse 14, 13. It said, And behold, there came a prophet from Ahab, king of Israel, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou seen all this great multitude that's coming against us? Behold, I'll deliver it into your hand this day, and you'll know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? By whom? Even the young men of the princes of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall order the battle? And he answered, Thou. Who shall order the battle? And he answered, You. You're the one that shall order the battle. Amen? And that's what God is speaking to his church today. You are the ones that I've called to stand up against the wiles of the devil. You're the ones that I chose uh, to empower. You're the ones that I call to anoint. You're the ones that I call to take a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ, especially in the evil day that we're in. We know that there's an enemy out there, and the word says that it goes out to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Let me tell you what, Satan is not your friend today. He's not our friend today. Amen. But I'm so glad that we have a big brother. <laughs> I'm so glad that we have a Savior that stands with us. And he said, you don't go out alone. He said, but I go with you. And he's saying to us today, I want to prove myself strong to a people. Oh, he's saying to us today, I'm the Lord thy God. And I want to present myself in power and in glory, especially in the hour that we're living in today. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope you got something out of the word today. I just want you to be encouraged. Take a stand. Stand up for Jesus. You're soldiers of the cross. Amen. Keep lifting high that royal banner because you won't suffer loss. From victory unto victory, his army shall he lead till every foe is vanquished and Christ is Lord indeed.